Hello, and welcome to the Workplace Happiness Podcast. In upcoming episodes, we're going to be focusing on working from home. With more and more people working remotely, it's important to know how to work comfortably and efficiently from the comfort of your own home. The idea of flexible working options or working from remote locations has certainly been on the rise in recent years. In 2019, a survey found that 61% of global companies were offering some kind of remote working policies. It was also found that 80% of people would turn down a job that didn't have flexible working options when faced with two similar jobs to choose from. And now, the current global pandemic of COVID-19 has accelerated the need for businesses to accommodate home working where possible. In upcoming episodes, we'll be speaking to people about their working lives and how they're adapting to working from home. Welcome to this edition of the Workplace Happiness Survey with Joe Eldon, the absolutely wonderful uh, and amazing editor of You Magazine, the uh, largest uh, read uh, female-based publication in the UK. Before that, as you all know, Joe set up Glamour magazine and turned that into being the biggest selling glossy magazine for women in the UK and in Europe. And in our um, original Workplace uh, Happiness podcast, we talked about Joe's career. But today what we're going to talk to Joe about is what is her life like now living through the COVID-19 lockdown. So Joe, you're very welcome and it's lovely to see you. And lovely to see you. Thanks for having me, Mark. The power of um, video conferencing. Yeah. So, so, so Joe, tell me, what, and, and for our listeners again, just just remind us of what your working life as the editor of You Magazine was like pre the COVID lockdown. Well, pre the lockdown, it, you know, it was very hectic. There's that relentless weekly deadline cycle. Every Wednesday, by hook or by crook, we must send an issue to the presses to be printed. For the, the And that comes out with the newspaper 10 days later. So we're a little bit ahead of the rest of the paper in that respect. Um, it was meetings. It was proofreading. It was generating ideas. It's, um, you know, cajoling celebrities to do the front cover. It's marketing meetings, advertising meetings, staff meetings. Um, so, you know, it was a pretty relentless pace. And then, of course, it is a print publication, but we do a lot of online content as well. So there was all of that to consider, social media content. So it's a it's a big brief. Um, and that has not changed in lockdown. We've still got to somehow get all of that done. While very much, very similar to what you and I are doing now. A lot of this in my life every day now. A lot of staring, you know, I've never seen myself so much. That's the biggest difference. I can't wait till a meeting doesn't involve always being able to see my jaw flapping up and down and, you know, just looking at other people. And, and it struck me uh, that you're uh, gregarious, you like being with people. And so, are you now having to work from home all the time? Do you go into the office at all? No, we're not going into the office because, um, you know, I mean, it's been such a weird time, hasn't it? And there's been so much um, contradictory advice. There's been so much of, of confusion among, you know, what the virility is, how you can catch it, how you can't catch it, who's at risk, who isn't. Um, the severity of the virus is different in other people. And through all of that, we decided as a team on You Magazine that the, the one constant piece of 
advice we kept hearing was if you can stay at home. And so we've stuck to that as the, it was one of the very few ways we can be socially responsible. Um, so, and, you know, and we wanted to prove to ourselves that we can do it. And I actually find that everybody is so committed to proving that we're not shirking and we're not sitting around watching Netflix all day that I, I, I know that I, I'm working harder and I know that my team are working harder. If it's the one thing that I, you know, finding difficult is that the blurred lines between home and work. So as you would travel to work, you might pop out to M&S for a sandwich. You'd have those natural breaks. I'm not having those natural breaks anymore. So sometimes I'm still tapping away at the laptop and realize, my God, it's eight o'clock. You, you are allowed to stop working now. And I, and I know that my team are very much the same. And, and so have you learned some tips then about how you, you manage that, how you manage your time and you give structure in a way that going into work in the morning and leaving at night gave some sort of structure? Yeah, I, to be honest, I could probably do with a bit more structure. I was speaking to um, a colleague who works in retail in the fashion industry yesterday who said, she said, I know you're going to think I'm crazy, but I get dressed, I put my shoes on, I leave my front door, I walk around the block, I come back, use my key to get into my front door, and then, it's, then I'm at work. She kind of psychologically needs that to have the difference. I'm not quite that extreme, but you're um, looking at me in my dining room now, which in this, because my husband's at home as well, he works with newspapers. And so we've designated the dining room as my office. And that's my office. Nobody else really comes in here. The door is shut. He's up in the study. That's his office. My daughter's commandeered on her school holiday, the lounge room. Um, so she's doing Netflix um, viewing and YouTube videos. But that's, I'm sort of like trying to have this as the domain. And on Friday afternoons, it all gets cleaned away and it's my dining room again. So you just need those things. You know, I did a television show for uh, the Mail Plus app this morning. So I'm probably a little better groomed than I have been because I've been doing a lot of video. But I do like to get dressed as if I'm going to the office because I don't know when my boss will want a Zoom meeting or a FaceTime meeting. I don't want him to look at me and think, oh, Christ, she's given up. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's, it's those things. It's, it's getting up at the time I would normally get up and go to work. And just as much as possible, having breaks, I've got a very nice little garden. So I make sure that I go and sit out there for half an hour. I make sure I go and do a workout on my exercise bike, just little breaks of, that keep your sanity and, and help you recharge for the afternoon. And having had this experience now, do you think you'll, you'll run the office, manage the office in a different way? Will you, can you imagine you'll go back to exactly as you were before? I think, I think most people are finding that they're going to find that really, really hard. And I mean, I must admit, I, I pro was probably one of the worst bosses ever for, um, Joe, can I work from home a day a week? I was always suspicious of that. I was always a bit, and it's not only that person. It's not even if you're, it's not even a question of doubting that person's productivity. It's, it's what it, the impact someone working from home has on the rest of the office. So if you're not at your desk and your phone's ringing or the, you know, things like that, there's somebody got to cover that. But I think we've all proven how um, productive and efficient 
we can be and how good we can be at it, that I'm, I'm definitely going to be much more receptive to those requests if they can be managed well. And I think I'm probably going to want to carve myself one, two days a month maybe where I, I get to do that at home because I'm finding that it's really nice to have the dog on my lap for some of that. It's nice to, you know, have 10 minutes where I can do a household chore that in my previous life I'd look at for a month that was driving me crazy because I didn't have time to do it. So I think that there will be a lot more discussion about how people can blur that work-life balance a bit more. So as much as this is a horror show, and I hope it ends soon, we have to look at some of the positives that it might have given us. And, and so um, when, when you're, you're thinking now about that new world in the future, do you think the thing that you're most likely to do is just have a more flexible contract with people in terms of where they work? Do you think that will be the biggest change in terms of your I work think so. environment? Yeah, I think so. I suppose that the thing I have to manage on a team of, say, 30, 35 people is you can't have everybody deciding that they're going to work from home on Fridays. <laughs> you know, it's like not in it, not in when we go back to the way the world used to function. We, we largely will. Um, but I, I'm definitely much more open to that and because I find that sometimes I have been more productive in that way and that's been a real eye-opener for me. And, and in terms of working from home, what do you least enjoy about it? What do I least enjoy about it? Um, I think that, again, that you, you have to really work hard at giving, making sure that you um, look after your own physical well-being a bit more. I'm, I, you know, if at, at work I would go out and buy myself something from Leon for lunch, here I'm more likely to have half a cheese and a cracker while I'm still sort of like typing along. So you have to think about how you physically look after yourself, which I don't when I'm here. And um, I suppose I, I am missing everybody. This is not the same interaction as that sort of like that organic process of having ideas in an office. I don't have as much organic chat with people where suddenly you have a great idea because you've all been having a laugh in the office about something. I really do miss that. Um, and I'm looking forward to getting that back. Um, and uh, I don't know, I, I must admit, I do like a lot about it. I really like not getting on public transport, Mark. That's going to be so hard because I'm, I've become really resentful now in a major way about how much of a time theft that is because I can be at my desk at nine o'clock at home and I haven't felt like I've done a day's work and been violated in some way because the circle line was over, overcrowded. Uh, is there anything that you've read or seen or published uh, for your readers that's helpful to them in thinking about either surviving the lockdown or how they stay healthy and away from COVID-19? Well, to be honest with you, um, I don't want to sound like I'm copping out, but because the Mail on Sunday has such an excellent health um, section, we tend to not do too much health per se in You magazine. What I am finding is I'm getting more reader emails than ever. I think people have got more time on their hands generally. And they're very, very appreciative of us just bringing the light, bringing the relief, bringing the distraction. Um, so I, uh, my con contribution to this whole pandemic is to give people a bit of respite from it um, and to keep doing what we do, which is make people laugh, make, make people think, give people 
something to to look at that inspires them um on a health note i think i, I don't think you can be wash your hands and, and be mindful of social distancing i just don't know what else i'm trying not to read a lot about the actual virus i feel like it really i i know a lot of people who've had it at, at different degrees of severity and a lot of the people who've had it worse have been people who um have already have heart conditions or they're old and i feel like i'm not sure it's always helpful to make people feel like if only they'd done something differently they could have had a different experience i think it's you know the, the fact is not a lot is known about this damn thing and i'd rather contribute to the joy rather than pretending to be an expert on it because we've got enough people doing that so i would say hallelujah to that joe <laughs> great british nation can i just say thank you for cheering <laughs> us all up for bringing joy i'll do my best yeah. it's been once again an absolute pleasure to talk to you and thank you for everything you've done thank you thank you for having me and thank you for giving this sort of content which i think is really really useful for people and really joyous at this time yeah we all need a bit of happiness yeah Stay well, Mark. Uh, you too, Joe. It's so lovely to see you all be at the And you.